The Zohar HaKadosh, the Holy Zohar, says that the first Pasuk of this week's Parsha has in it the secret of brachas, brachas that we say all day. There's probably not many things that we do over the course of a day as many times as we make brachas. In fact, Chazal say the sages teach that we're supposed to make a hundred brachas a day. A hundred brachas a day. Now, of course, if you daven Shemona Esrei, has eight, 19 brachas times three, and then during davening, and then all the times that one eats, and all the times that one goes to the bathroom. So one is supposed to try to say altogether a hundred brachas a day. There were great tzaddikim that were very careful with this and literally counted. But Lamaisa, we all make many brachot, many brachas throughout the day. And the Zohar says that the beginning of this week's parsha, Vayu Chaye Sarah, the first pasuk, Vayu Chaye Sarah, Me'ashon, Esrim Shon, Vesheva Shonim, these were the days of Sarah, of our matriarch Sarah, Sari Menu, a hundred years, twenty years, and seven years. Now, already Rashi is already asks, why can't I just say 127? Why does it have to say 100 years, 20 years, 7 years separates them? So Rashi gives a whole explanation. And the Zohar explains these three Kabbalistically. And in the Indian of Maya, the Zohar says, what's the Indian of 100? The Zohar says that 100 is Klala de Kula, the Klal, the general principle of everything. Just like a hundred is a number that signifies totality, so too, that's the Indian of a hundred, which is the secret of the hundred brachas a day. A hundred brachas a day, the Zohar is saying, is the klala de kula, the general principle of all avedis Hashem. And Chassidus explains why, what does that mean? Which you could really ask also, why did Chazal, why did the sages make that we should have to say a hundred brachas a day and so many brachas? The first thing we do in the morning, we get up, we make brachas. At night, last thing we do, we go to sleep, brachas. Everything is brachas, brachas. Why? In fact, brachas are so important. The first Masechet and Shas, the beginning of Gemara, begins with brachas. Why is brachas so important? The Zohar says it's klala de kula, the klala, the general principle of all of Yiddishkeit, of all Torah mitzvahs. And so Chassidus explains, because we know what's the point of all Torah mitzvahs. Ultimately, what's the pnimiyazdik of the ultimate inner truthful reason of all Torah mitzvahs? It's to draw God's light down here into the world. Hashem wanted to have a dear betachtenim. Hashem, the whole purpose of creation is that God wanted this world should be His home. And Torah mitzvahs is how we draw God's infinite being, His infinite essence into this physical world. That's what all Torah mitzvahs are about, as explained the great length in Tanya. In many places, how Torah mitzvahs draw God's infinite being into us. And that's the Indian of brachas. What's the Indian of a bracha? An extremely shallow way of looking at it is just praising God. That all day, all we're doing is praising God again and, and again and again. For me personally, it reminds me of some anti-Python skits, but Lemais, it's a very shallow way of looking at it that you're just praising God all day. But rather, it's much deeper than that. Already found in the Rishonim that the word bracha comes from the Hebrew word brecha. Now, in modern Hebrew, a brecha is a swimming pool. But the way that the Mishnah uses the word bracha, brecha, a brecha is a stream. Brechat maim is a pool of running water. That water runs from, from above to below. That's a brecha, the stream of running water. Brachis causes that stream of God's light to enter reality. 
When the Anshe Knesset Agdoila, the men of the Great Assembly, at the beginning of the Second Temple period, when they instituted the Indian of saying Brochus in an official way, etc., this, and there were many prophets among the men of the Great Assembly, they gave the power of the words of a Bracha, which we're going to learn about Mitzvah Shem during the week, they gave the power of a Bracha, that a Bracha, like a Brecha, draws the stream, a pool of God's light, that God's infinite light should flow into the world, which is, of course, why, if you ever wonder, why is it so important which Bracha you make on food? There's many, many hundreds, if not thousands of pages in Torah discussing which bracha should you make on this fruit or this vegetable, or what bracha on this and what bracha on that. If it bracha is just praising God, then, you know, rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub, yay God. What's, who cares which bracha you make? But the answer is because each bracha is for that particular thing that you make. That's the way that you draw God's infinite light down upon this thing. Only with these words, these nuclear metaphysical words that have the power to draw God down into the world, that's that particular bracha. And each bracha is another particular way of doing that. And that's the cloud, the yisoid, the foundation of all of Judaism, to draw God into the world. And therefore, since it's this week's parsha, like the Zohar says, we should try to take brachas a little more seriously. Sometimes we take it for granted because we say so many in the course of a day. So we get used to it. But if we understand what a bracha is, that the Rebbe Tzadik HaKoyin from Lublin always spoke about it, it is hakaras hanoichach, hakarat hanoichach, to be aware of in presence of whom one is, to be aware of the one that's right in front of me, which is Hashem. Every bracha is that hakaras hanoichach. And baruch ato, you're talking to God in the second person. And so the sages, Davka, for that instituted all the brachas throughout the day that we should always remember Hashem, that before we say the bracha, we should know that the point of the bracha is bringing God into the world and recognizing the presence of who one is. And through that, we'll be zeichah to finally see God with our physical eyes with the coming of Mashiach.